Hi, uh, my name is Barry Carroll. I'm the founder of Bike Walk Wichita Incorporated. I'm glad to be with you today. <laughs> Thanks. Um, I'm Elijah Geegan, and I'm going to be interviewing um, Mr. Carroll about some of the things in his past that helped him inspire to make Bike Walk Wichita and stuff about that and about his biking career. So I guess my first question is going to be, when did you fall in love with biking? I was, I grew up on a farm in Kentucky and um, I was probably five or six and uh, my siblings, older siblings had a bike and it was way too big for me, but I learned to ride it anyway. And um, for me, a bicycle was freedom. I had friends uh, up and down the road and I'd get on my bike and I would ride to see my friends and we'd play all day baseball whatever and then I'd ride home and it was uh, just a great sense of freedom and fun. That is awesome. So when was Bike Walk Wichita founded? It was founded in uh, 2010 and we just celebrated our decade um, our 10th year anniversary in 220 and it has grown way beyond what I ever dreamt of thanks to our volunteers and our staff and our board of directors and people in the community. Awesome so for the formation you said it went way beyond what you had hoped it had gone for did you, what exactly were you hoping for that it exceeded your expectations? That's a, that's a really good question. Um, what I wanted to see was a organization that promoted uh, bicycling to the average person. You have cyclists who are racers and they ride everywhere and they're fearless and they, they're comfortable. But I was looking for people who lived uh, maybe in the city or the surrounding neighborhoods, uh, communities, who um, thought about bicycling but maybe were a little afraid to get out and try it. Maybe they had a bike in their garage. and um, So I wanted uh, just to expand the uh, bicycling opportunities because I think bicycling makes everything better your physical health, your mental health, environmental health, community health. Um, so, you know, I love bicycling and I just wanted to share that in a, in a way that uh, would help our larger community. That is awesome. So, what was your motivation to start Bike Walk Wichita? Alright, good question. Um, the Kansas Health Foundation um, sponsored a couple of workshops called the Outdoors and the Built Environment. And we had people from not all over, uh, over, over Kansas, but all from the whole United States. And they would come in and then talk about how their communities um, had all these uh, activities for cyclists and uh, infrastructure, bike lanes, bike paths. And I was thinking, we could use that here. And then there was an individual that really was uh, inspiring for me. 
in Columbia, Missouri, which is not all that far away, but his name was, uh, he was the mayor of Columbia. His name was Darwin Hinman. And as a mayor, he rode his bike to work in a suit and tie, and he rode all over to every meeting. He went in the city, he rode his bike, and he was just a big proponent of bike lanes, safety, uh, he helped get the uh, uh, Connect Columbia to the Katy Trail, which is a rail trail, the lo longest rail trail in the world um, at this point uh, in Missouri. So he was just an inspiration to me. And I just I got to thinking, we could do this in Wichita. Awesome. So back to the question of when you fell in love with biking, what made you enjoy biking so much that you continue to do it for the rest of your life? You know, I think most bicyclists will tell the same story that um, it is something that cyclists, we can go out and ride and there's something that happens, maybe it's in our brain chemistry, but every time you ride, it's fun. There's, it's relaxing. I think it's it's somewhat um, rhythmic. You know, the turning of the, the cranks and the pedals. Uh, it, it kind of engages your left brain, right brain, and it's uh, it's somewhat a, a moving meditation. And then you're out in the outdoors. You see animals. You see uh, trees and all kinds of beautiful things. And when you know when my first few pedal strokes when I'm out the door it's all of a sudden ah, I can relax you know this is fun and then and then it's such a sense of accomplishment um, when you start riding and then you gradually increase your stamina and your distance and uh, when I started you know I was thinking four or five miles was a lot my longest ride in the in the mountains of uh, Colorado was 120 miles. It's oh, called the Triple Bypass. I would have never imagined or dreamed I could do that. But over time, um, and you're riding with other people and you're inspired by other people, uh, it just um, yeah, it, it's something I do, and most cyclists do, and they're always glad that they've got out on a bike. Awesome. So, do you have any other hobbies besides biking that you enjoy doing a lot? Yes. Um, I, for many years, um, I was a runner. Uh, I, I was in high school. I ran high hurdles. I ran the high hurdles and the, and the low hurdles. So, I was a runner. I went to college. I sort of... Uh, got busy with school. Once I got out of school, out of college, a friend asked me to go run with him, and he was into distance, and I thought, I don't know if I want to do that. Well, we did a mile, and then two miles, and it was like, a, um, it was great. And uh, so over time, kind of like cycling, I, I started doing uh, races, 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, and then I did a mar full marathon in, in 83, 26 miles, point two. Um, and um, 
And that was great. I met so many uh, nice people, positive people, same way in the cycling community, pedestrians as well, very positive people. Um, and then now, uh, at this, well, it's kind of the same time I play tennis. Right now I play with a group uh, every Monday and Wednesday. We play doubles down in the Riverside Tennis Center inside the bubble during the cold weather. And it's just really fun to... Uh, to get out and play and, and compete and uh, always feel good about it. Awesome. So do you think that there is a, a big or small difference between biking and running? I don't think there's a lot of difference. Um, what I've noticed is that uh, running is rather hard on your body as you get older. And so many runners, uh, over when they get older like I did, kind of graduate into cycling, which is less pounding. And um, and they, but the the this dynamics are the same. It's um, you're out there in the elements. Uh, it's uh, endurance. It, it requires your best effort, and uh, I think it also changes your brain chemistry and talk about endorphins and just that good positive feeling that you get when you uh, run and or bike. Awesome. So did you have any goals along the way for your either personal biking, running career or for Bike Walk Wichita? When I started running, I thought if I could run one mile, that would be really good because I in high school I ran short fast distances and um, as it turned out my body was really built for endurance and sometimes we have to figure out what our bodies are really built for um, so over time my, one of my goals was to do races running races and a goal was to um, run a marathon and uh, and I, and I, in 83, I ran a marathon here in Wichita, which I put as my, probably my uh, pinnacle of my running career. Uh, it was a goal that I had, and, uh, you know, let's face it, not a lot of people can run marathons. No, <laughs> no they can't. It takes a lot of endurance, it takes a lot of courage and persistence, and there's sort of a spiritual aspect to it as well. And then, and then biking, um, I learned about different uh, biking events. Uh, there's something called the Bike Across Kansas, and I've done that maybe 10 times, and that's fun. You get to meet, you ride about 60 miles a day. You start at the Colorado border, you end at uh, the Missouri border. You meet so many positive people along the way. And then I've done all the, kind of the, the rides that I had set, uh, I think I mentioned the triple bypass, 120-mile uh, ride out in Colorado. I did the, uh, it's called the Hotter Than Hell 100 down in Wichita Falls, Texas in, in August. One year, it was 110 degrees when we did it. That is not uh, fun. One of my strengths was being able to ride in the heat. That's the way my body is set up. Uh, I don't do that well in the cold. Now in my uh, bicycling career, I have started doing more what I would call urban cycling, 
which uh, staying mostly within the, the city limits of Wichita using our uh, own city infrastructure, our bike lanes, bike paths, and um, also using bicycle a bicycle as just basic transportation. What I've learned is most people's, when they drive, most of their trips are within one, two miles. So um, you can get on a bike, go to the go to the grocery store, go to the hardware store, and there are times when I don't start a car for a week because I'm um, I'm riding my bicycle instead of in a in a car, and and it's fun. So. Uh, what I enjoy. Nice. So do you have any goals that you're currently working towards for, I guess, 2021 or just in general? Um, in general, I want to ride with my friends and I want to ride. I've set some goals for 2021 to ride at a minimum of, of three times a week, which I think I can do. Uh, I have a friend on the east side and we meet up on the Redbud Trail and then we ride and talk. And um, So I have lots of friends that uh, I enjoy riding with. So I don't have any uh, big goals of uh, you know, a particular ride or anything like that, but uh, just to enjoy uh, being out with my friends and you know, looking and learning about our city. That is really good. So do you have any recommendations for people who are starting to get in biking or maybe are a little nervous to start biking but want to? Yes. Um, I would suggest a couple of things. Um, to just basically to air up the tires on your bike that's hanging in the garage and just start riding around the block. Um, it's the same rules as in a car. You stay on the right side, you stop at all of the intersections, and just start uh, riding around the block. Or um, you can find a, what's likely is a bike uh, path near near your home. Uh, bike Walk Wichita has a, we have an education component, which uh, we, we will teach a person how to ride a bike if they don't know how to ride a bike. We will teach them how to ride a bike safely. Uh, we will show them all of the right equipment. Uh, we have some group rides. Uh, we have something called a slow roll, which is on a generally on a Sunday once a month, and we start at different places. And it's just a family ride, and we all stay together. Um, so. Uh, I would like to see more people venture out with their uh, with their friends, uh, maybe um, uh, husband and wife, and I've seen husband and wife and children um, just going out as a family unit, which is always, uh, that's exactly the vision I had for Bike Walk Wichita, is to get people out on their bikes. And what I've noticed when people are on their bikes, they're smiling, they're laughing, Kids love it. It's great for kids to burn off that energy and to learn about uh, where all of the infrastructure is in, in the community. Awesome. So we know that you founded Bike Walk Wichita. 
Are there any other organizations that you're involved with? Yes, good question. We have um, at least three that I'm aware of, maybe more. There's one of the older, um, I, want, I wanted to say something about uh, the Oz Bicycle Club. They started back in the 70s and were in existence until about five years ago. And uh, it was a great organization that helped people uh, learn to ride. Um, and they, um, after a while, a lot of the volunteers, you know, were graying out and getting older and they decided to uh, cease operations. So I uh, just want to thank all of the people in the, the Oz Bike Club for helping getting me started. They were very much mentors to me when starting my bicycle career. We have another organization called Prairie Travelers. Uh, Ruth Holliday is the, and Larry Hatfield are the founders of that organization and they're uh, primarily build trails in, in Sedgwick County. They've built a trail out near Goddard called the Prairie Sunset Trail and it goes west to Garden Plain and east all the way into Wichita. There's another organization called um, the Andover Augusta Rail Trail Initiative or we call it ARDI for short and they're uh, also building trails and um, goes from um, uh, from Andover, and our goal is to go into uh, Augusta. And just recently, a trail was connected from the K96 trail uh, to the Redbud Trail. It goes all the way into Andover, so we have a, a, a nicer, larger connection now. Uh, there's a mountain bike group called uh, the Single Track Society that they uh, are interested primarily in mountain biking. And then finally, there is a group that I'm affiliated with. Uh, the city has created a, what's called a master, no, it's called a uh, uh, Wichita Bicycle Pedestrian Advisory Board. And we meet every, uh, every Monday at 5.30 in, in an effort to improve biking, walking, uh, secure funding for additional trails. And uh, it's open to the public. And we'd encourage people to... Uh, attends called the Wichita Bike Pit Advisory Board. Awesome. So it sounds like there are quite a few organizations who are working to get trails, mm -hmm. paths for biking safer. Do you think eventually there will be a trail or path pretty much anywhere in the city where you can walk for five minutes and find a trail? I do. I do. Um, and one of the things um, the city passed back in 2013 was called a Master Bicycle Plan. And then shortly after that, they passed a, it's called a Master Pedestrian Plan. And the whole emphasis of is connectivity, especially in the bicycle paths, is getting them linked up so that, for example, if I go three blocks over to um, just cross 13th Street, and get on the river path, I can go 20 miles. So I am two blocks from a, a, a bike path or a multi-use path. And I think it's important uh, multi-use paths are not only for bicycles, but they're also for pedestrians. So uh, 
technically a, a multi-use path is the better name for it. But uh, yeah, the city is working and the county to build more and more infrastructure and having it connected so that people can access a, a, a trail, a multi-use trail very easily. Awesome. So as you know, in about May, March last year, COVID hit and how do you think that affected the biking, walking, running, physical activity industry? In a strange turn of events, COVID turned out to be a very positive thing for outdoor activities. Um, CDC and all of the recommendations for people to get outside and um, not to congregate indoors. And as a result, we have seen so many more people out uh, using our bike paths, uh, our multi-use paths, pedestrians, and then the bicycle shops, they can't keep enough bicycles in. They have been selling them uh, so fast that they uh, were on back order. So it's, it's been a, um, it's been a great thing uh, in, in a positive way for uh, the bicycling community. And I think it's hard to put a, it's hard to say the impact it's had, but the, the mental health impact of just getting outside, walking, and getting outdoors, how important that is when you're, uh, you know, your activities are very limited now. So for me personally, uh, it's very important for me to get outside and I try to walk or bike um, three or four times a week uh, just to maintain a physical, mental health kind of balance. So uh, it's been uh, I, I go on bike paths and it, you know, sometimes they're really crowded and these, I would call them unusual voices, unusual suspects on the trail because uh, they look new. Maybe they had new bikes and the whole family's out there. And um, I think though once they, once they um, find out how fun bicycling is, it's likely that they will continue that um, on ongoing. Yeah, that's my hope. As far as bike walk goes, there are many events that have happened over the years. Do you have any favorite events? I have one favorite event. I mean, we've been at this for 10 years. Uh, there have been a lot of very memorable things, but uh, one, one event that sticks out in my mind is when the Redbud Trail was completed from the canal route in a northeasterly direction up to 17th Street through a predominantly uh, African-American community. Um, there was a celebration um, when the path was completed there at there's a little um, pause area with kiosk and, and uh, right there at 17th and um, Oliver. So the community came out. There was uh, African drumming. There were uh, people making speeches. 
It just showed a great collaboration between the city of Wichita and um, the local community. They felt, um, many of them felt like we're getting some resources in our area. And um, there were probably 200 people in attendance. And um, that stands out to me as, as one of the most memorable um, events. And it, it took us about 10 years to get that trail finally uh, developed. So was that um, this year, last year, or was that? Uh, it's about two, two to three years ago. Okay. Um, and now the trail is being um, expanded eastward, um, and eventually the Redbud Trail is going to link up to the Andover community, and then hopefully on over to the Augusta community. So at some point, maybe many years from now, um, the western end would be Garden Plain um, to the west, all the way to Augusta to the east. So as far as um, building the trails goes, how long does it really take to not necessarily fully complete a trail, but to get a pretty good sized trail? That's a good question. I think most people, it's a mysterious kind of process. Uh, a lot of it has to do with um, funding. So each year the um, federal government um, has transportation funds and our local, um, it's called WAMPO, Wichita Area Metropolitan Planning Organization, receives uh, funds. And then there is a, um, it's sort of, um, people then can apply for grants and so if there, let's say there's uh, $10 million available, you may have $20 million in requests. So getting priority for a trail is, is difficult. Um, so in the Redbud uh, scenario, you, you get funding. We were lucky enough to get funding, and then it takes about a year or two for the planning and the uh, uh, getting all the engineering, the draining, drainage and everything, uh, all the plans, the engineering plans made, and then finally um, construction begins. And it can be anywhere from one to three to four years between the time you get funding and, and construction actually starts. And, and a lot of times it's only for a mile or two and then you have to start the whole process over. And, and a lot of citizens, um, you know, are, are uh, and I understand it, they're uh, eager to have many more miles, but uh, there is a quite a bureaucratic process of getting, getting a trail, mm -hmm. getting funded, getting it uh, designed, and then actually getting uh, construction companies to, to build it. So it's always exciting when I see dirt being turned. I usually go out and just, you know, because I know what all has gone into it. Yeah. And I'm all excited to see a trail actually being built. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I have a few more questions about bike walks start. <laughs> mm -hmm. So when bike walks started, 
was it a slow start for customers or well not necessarily customers but for volunteers and for people to start noticing or, or was it did it pick up fairly fast i would say it was a slow start um just a little bit of the history uh, there was a downtown planning event um, taking place and there were <clears throat> um, planning uh, focus groups being throughout the city on what, what they want downtown. And um, I was contacted and they had forgotten all about cyclists. Mm-hmm. So at, at the uh, late in the process, we, we met at the Chamber of Commerce. They facilitated a meeting and we provided our input. And so it was the usual suspects in the room, maybe five, no more than 10 people. At the very end, the woman says, how often do you all get together as a group and share information and uh, coordinate activities around biking and walking? And we looked around the room and said, "Um, never, (laughs) because we were all doing our own kind of thing. So at that point, I don't know, a light bulb went off in my head and I thought, we need to try something. So I asked the woman who was facilitating the meeting, could I get your sign-in sheet? And she said, yes. So I got a copy of the sign-in sheet. I emailed everybody and I said, would you be interested to come to an exploratory meeting to see if we could um, form a group that would promote biking and walking in the, in, um, in the city, and, and in not only the city, but in the region. Mm-hmm. Um, and as the old saying goes, um, you build it and they will come. Uh, we, had, we had our first meeting down in the city arts. We had no place, we had no building. So we were meeting just wherever we could. We met at City Arts, we met at the YMCA, we met different places. And um, slowly, people found us that were interested. Um, And it slowly, um, you know, kept building. But the hard work early on was formulating what was our vision for biking and walking and what should our mission be who should our target audience be what are our goals what are our values what are our strategies and it took us um, probably six months to a year to really get clear on how we wanted to proceed and for some people that was really slow they wanted it you know immediately and uh, but people found us and um, provided a lot of expertise and input. Some moved on, some stayed. We had a, uh, a gentleman, Alan Taylor, who moved here from Texas. He retired and he, his goal was to be a bicycle advocate. He joined us, he's a former attorney. He's been a great asset to our organization. So we've had very dynamic and, and passionate people um, who've joined us and um, that's been exciting to see and I, I think looking back 10 years I think we were at the right time and 
as things were changing in, the, in our state and in, in our nation and the world around bicycling and, and walking. Mm-hmm. So when you originally opened, I know there are different, I guess, divisions in, mm-hmm. in the bike walk where there is um, the recycle shop, there's um, events, outreach. What, when you first made it, was recycle included or was it something that came along with? It, it wasn't. Um, our, our initial uh, mission statement was to promote active transportation by community education, collaboration, and advocacy. And uh, my vision was to, before we formed, there weren't a lot of people working with our elected officials. And so my goal was to build uh, relationships with our elected officials and to try to get more uh, resources for more bike lanes, more bike paths, and um, to try to um, bring to educate people about it's safe to ride in Wichita. It's flat, streets are wide, um, you can commute, and um, and then we were advocating. Uh, collaboration with other like-minded organizations um, was a big part of it. Kind of in closing, I would like to acknowledge some of our um, staff and board. I'd like to acknowledge Kim Newfeld, who is our executive director, who's uh, taken our organization to the next level with strategic planning. Um, Alan Kaler is our board president. We have a dynamic board um, that guides our, uh, tries to help us accomplish our mission. We have uh, volunteers that are uh, awesome. We keep a, we keep a running a list of um, volunteer hours. And I think if I'm not mistaken in 2020, we had over 5,000 volunteer hours. Mm-hmm. And the, the great thing about the recycle um, division or component of that just bubbled up from the grassroots level. We had a person who found us uh, who was from um, Detroit. And in Detroit, they had a sort of a, what they call a bicycle collective. And um, uh, he was able to kind of help give us our vision of what a recycle shop could look like and um, we slowly got more um, space in our building Uh, we just kept expanding expanding and um, and then prior to that there was a there was a community bike shop in Old Town that was in in business for a year or two and it finally closed but I could see the potential in a uh, you know bike services for low uh, uh, income people or semi homeless or homeless people, and um, that kind of I think planted the seed for how could we do that? And one of our one of our values is equity. We want to provide services in all segments, all areas of our city. Um, low income, um, high income, 
middle income. We want to be uh, out there and uh, if people need bicycles for basic transportation to get them to work or get them around the city, that's kind of what we provide. And we sell, we sell refurbished bicycles at a very low rate, a low fee. And um, the sales from those bicycles have kind of sustained our organization and paid for our rent and, and different, uh, different expenses that we have. So that has been a very pleasant surprise that really wasn't on my radar when I uh, uh, formed Bike Walk Wichita. But sometimes if you just gather people and, and listen to them, they generate um, great ideas. And our, our organization is, uh, we're very open to innovation and suggestions. And uh, we like to encourage younger people, um, teenagers, different people to, you know, become interested in our organization. And um, we use extensive social media and we have a large following now, which is uh, exciting. So slowly, I think Bike Walk Wichita is becoming um, kind of a go-to organization in Wichita. Uh, our elected officials have all uh, come to our building and done blogs, and we've made a um, good positive relationship with the city, um, city um, council and also the Cedric County commissioners and the city and county staff. So. Um, I couldn't be more pleased with um, how things are going and um, I'd just like to thank everybody who has had, who's joined our movement and I think we are effecting uh, a cultural shift, a cultural change in our community which promotes active transportation, whether biking, walking, skateboarding, running, just getting people outside healthy community health and uh, environmental health and uh, mental health. Uh, as somebody said, bicycling makes everything better. <laughs>